Welcome to part two of the spooky Halloween episode knockoff for Critical Ditto. Um, if you haven't seen part one, what are you doing? It's just the, it's the one before this one. Click, click that button. Click the one there. Don't click this before clicking that. Good. Now we've got rid of them. Let's be real. This episode contains body horror and mild gore. Be careful. Listen at your own risk, please. But now it's time to begin. Where's my, where's my, where's... Yes, thank you. I thought that was better. Vindication, I think, for sure. Where's my, where's my... I don't really care what you think, Wizma. The jingle's playing so they can't hear you. Previously, on the Halloween special, Shandy, Mandy, Kalandi, and Mark failed their routine spectacularly, leaving Mark with a disgusting broken shoulder, and Thompson, his beloved Tangela, lost to the Ocho Gym Tower. With their reputation now on the rocks, Summer Salt, the head of the cheerleading association, has asked them to regain their honour by accompanying the young cheerleading initiates to do their initiation at the Ocho Gym where they must ring the bronze bell at the top of the central tower. But recently, some initiates have gone missing, and perhaps the tower is not as benign as previously thought. Other events in the episode included Kalandi scaring off a creepy janitor. Well done, Kalandi. Shandy agreeing to try and find out if Mark has poker powers for the Team Helsing cheerleaders. Not well done, Shandy. Mark maybe might become an accountant. It's unlikely, but maybe. Mark also seems to be followed by two Gotharitas, who see him as having the mind of a child, which is 100% accurate. We left our heroes and their contingent of cheerers outside the Ocho Gym Tower, about to head inside and face the initiation. Kalandi, what you see is an antechamber, the sort of base of the tower. Mark, stop playing with the coin! <laughs> it's my lucky coin. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't sorry. work out so well for you for the rest of the story, did oh, it? Not yet. <laughs> it's sort of a main hall at the base of the tower. It's extremely old. The walls are falling apart, very much worse for wear. But what you see at the back is an old elevator 
or lift for our British audiences. What, what is it for our, uh, our Turkish audiences? Don't? Our Turkish audiences. Uh, it's a lift! <laughs> a lift! Do you know the lift? No, Brexit Tom. Brexit Tom coming back in. So there's a lift and four doors. Tom, could I please check a place out? Boom. Check a place out, Ali. Roll plus shop. Now, you can add your plus one here to shop. I am going to add my plus Kalandi one. is shop. Kalandi is a Great. registered author. Lingering back somewhere amidst all the makeup is, is a brain. And she's going to try to reach into it right now. Great. And she needed it because she rolled a six. So plus one becomes a seven. You've been rolling badly tonight, guys. <laughs> you will be able to ask one of these questions. Uno questiono. Uno questionis. I love it when you speak French. <laughs> <laughs> On a seven to nine, hold one of these questions. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What Pokemon is nearby? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who slash what is really in control here? What here is not as it appears to be? What here is not what it appears to be is the most interesting for a prospective author in a haunted gym. Okay, well, you know immediately from looking at this place that there is something in the atmosphere that makes it not anything like what you guys did the first time. Does it look different? It yeah. looks different. There were not doors. Oh, anyway, it was just you go to the lift, you go to the creepy lift, you go up to the top, you ring the bell. Simple as mm. that. You can now see that this lift appears to have changed. There appears to be numbers on this lift like a code in order to make it work and oh you see boy. that all all these four doors are just out of nowhere and they're almost not doors that's what you know i remember the layout and yeah. these doors don't make sense exactly with that so i know that they don't necessarily lead off to any room and there are four doors there are four doors they are different colors they are yellow purple pink and red I like the interior light from each of these rooms is those colors or the door frames the door frames color? are those okay. colors Calandi assesses this while she waits for her, the other cheerleaders, to enter. Um, okay, kids, just sort of hang on over there one minute. Um, the grown-ups are going to talk super quick. Okay, no one touch anything. I'm looking at you for hands yourself. Sorry. So, guys, I don't know if any of you remember this place from when we were here last time, but there were not doors. Weird, huh? Mark's open the door. Which door? <laughs> the purple door. The Mark, purple no, door. God damn it. He's opened the purple door. <laughs> right, now find the purple door page. Purple door, purple... Don't you look, David Leesley. So the doors are on the ground floor, but oh, they're still on the lift. Yes. The doors are on yes. the ground floor, and there's a keypad by the lift. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Numbers one to ten on it. Calandi's about to say this as Mark opens the purple door. You all suddenly wake up in the room. As soon as he touched the door, you're in the room. In the room is... Oh, God. It had to be the purple door first. Right. In the purple room is a full dinner party, but with empty chairs and empty tables. (laughs) (laughs) I hate doing a podcast with musical theatre people. So stagey. But the tables are not empty. They are full of food, full of cups, filled to the brim with wine. There's cheese on the table. There's meat on the table. However, it's all rotting. 
There is a smell in your nostrils. And all the chairs are empty. There are no guests there, although there is faint sort of dinner music playing, perhaps a number by Just Claws over the uh, old-timey gramophone in the back corner. And you see floating a teapot with a tiny cup next to it. Off to the cupboard with you now, Chip. It's past your bedtime. And that's all I planned for this room because I didn't. I ran out of time in the planning stage. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry about that. So, so this is the room you're faced with. Tell me. Tell me what you do. I'm going to go for something that I just don't think people do enough in Pokemon situations where something creepy is happening. And I think Shandy, as somebody who's a little bit morose anyway, <laughs> sees this room where there's no threat technically, except mm-hmm. for the sort of mild weird mood, and uh, and a floating teapot, which she presumes to be some kind of mm-hmm. autonomous creature. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to catch it. If it's a Pokemon, I'm just nice. going to catch it. Like, if there's a Pokemon in the room, you know what gets rid of it? Catching it. How many Pokeballs have you got in your inventory? Um, um Do you want me to roll? <laughs> no, you've got you've got a Pokeball. And you know what? You've got a Heal Ball. Okay. So what are you going for? The cup or the teapot? Shani's just going to throw the Pokeball at the teapot. Okay. Catch that Pokemon. Here we go. Can't remember what we roll for that, but there's a full move set for it. <laughs> I think it's to We've do with never pluses. Done this before. <laughs> We've never some, just caught a Pokemon. There are some plus and minuses to it. it. Catch that Pokemon. When you try and catch a Pokemon, add and subtract the numbers below. Add plus one for each, a max of plus three. The target below is half harm. It's not. So no, that's not. You don't plus one for that. Target has one harm remaining. Doesn't. Target has a negative condition. Target was caught by surprise. Plus one. 100%. This mother teapot was shooing its child to the cupboard because it's past his bedtime is what we know about the scene. (laughs) Well, I'm going to offer a piece of crockery. (laughs) Subtract one each for one for each rank above one. So it's stage two. So that's minus one. So we're back at zero. Target's at full health. Minus one. Target is a legendary. It is. No, it's not. So you're at minus one. one. Okay. It's seven seven plus. You catch it. Oh, it's my. the worst roll of the night, and you th- oh. so you throw the Pokeball, Shandy. So I roll a three, just for everybody's, which is minus, minus one, one. So minus one. So it's a two. Critical failure, you oh. might say. No, it's not a critical. Have failure. I leveled up yet? Is that yeah, hundred percent. You guys have leveled up tenfold. <laughs> and the most so you- powerful beings in football. <laughs> so you don't catch the Pokeball. The Pokeball actually goes through the teapot. I'll take that. Nice throw, genius. Oh, we have visitors. Chip, go to bed. Let mother deal with this. Mary no, Mary. F- off. <laughs> I want to play Xbox. I want to play Fall Guys. I don't know. You are the worst. I'm going to spill all my tea. There's nothing you can do, my mum. None of this happens. This is a scary scene with stakes that the players are trying to yeah, the ruin. Yeah, the <laughs> Guys, you're the worst. <laughs> so Chip doesn't go in. Chip's like, no, I want to stay up and watch you kill them. And the Pulte guys, I'll stop beating around the bush. Oh, it's a Pulte no. guys. No. Hey. The Pulte guys turns to you all. That wasn't very nice, trying to take me by surprise. I suppose you're here for the clue. I actually just wanted to cause chaos, but actually, yeah, a clue would be great. You'll have to do something for me. The, what does the Pulte guys want you to do? I think the Pulte guys wants to get rid of all the rotten food because it's stinky. It's rotting it's the rotting place It's rotting and up. horrible. I want a guest. But the only way to get oh. rid of it is to eat it. 
Exactly. Only, and otherwise it like stays there. If you try and throw it away, it comes back. If only I had guests. That's all I want. See, the castle's been empty for so long. Yours. It has been years. <laughs> <laughs> I have been rusting away in this cupboard. Thank you, Chandelure. And a Chandelure flies down. Finally. Yeah. It's been a long time. So you have to eat this food. There's quite a lot of it, yeah. Got a lot of kids. Should, lot we of roll? kids. Should, we, should we all roll? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Is this plus tough? I want you to roll plus tough. All of you roll 1d6 and we'll take the two highest because you came up with the game. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Are all the initiates helping? So all of roll the initiates, 11 dice for them? All of the initiates. I will roll one for the initiates okay. in case they get higher than you. More this is plus three. your tough. Okay. Oh my oh, wow. absolute word. Okay. Okay. I got a five. Okay. I got a four. The kids so, roll a one. Shani got a three. <laughs> So we've got nine. So that is a mixed success. So you succeed. You eat all the food. However, (laughs) it is bad. It feels like you feel it in your stomach. So everyone take another point of harm. Which I believe takes Mark into an unstable. So Mark, you are getting a bit woozy. (laughs) Oh my dear, are you all right? Are you all all right? But suddenly, Lum- um, Chandelure turns up. Lumiere, you said it. Chandelumiere. <laughs> oh, how did you like my meal? Not very much. We can finally have guests, Chandelumiere. Finally, I appreciate it. Me and Sinistee, oh, we've been we've been waiting for this day for so long. We can yes. finally host host a party, and and for your efforts, you can have the clue to the lift. She gives you. An old and very ancient piece of plain white paper that you can tell is very is old. Is it Sinistee stained? It is Sinistee stained. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, and you get this, and you, you all read it. It says this. Practice to perfect every time. Every move a flawless line. Remember this when things aren't sure. Self-belief will come to the fore. Unfortunately, there were a few failures in that round. So as you look around the dinner table, you notice that you started with 11 initiates, which are now down to nine. And what's even more worrying is that Mandy is also missing. (gasps) You are back in the main hall. The purple door has now vanished. And there's just now a purple mark. Where it was. Get oh, away from the in wall. Fact, I do feel real bad. <laughs> uh, do I look? Oh, do I why look did a, I say, Mark? Do I look a good color? Is this is this normal? No, I, you look you look bad. Glendie, I, okay? I don't feel good at we all. We should get you back to the camp. Um, and as you look to the front door, it seems to not be there anymore. Well, Mark, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> okay. And you hear this slowly. You hear a scraping noise around the walls. So I guess we gotta get into the doors and uh, get more clues, huh? Fun, I love that. Let's what colour door do you want to go into, Shandy? Well, I am a blonde, um, so I choose red. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you touch the door, the same thing happens. You all seem to awake in a room. But this room is different from the other room. It's the same room as before. <laughs> more food. We know obviously, what we have to do. Obviously it's different from the other room. But this room, you see ahead of you a horde of Pokemon. More Grims. They're small, very dark-like Pokemon, <laughs> and they're wandering. They look devoid of life. They're shambling around. There's a thick 
red line in front of you. And you see in this room, there is almost no features, all stone all around. In amongst the horde of zombie-like Morgrim, you see six trash cans laid out. It's a Pokemon classic. <laughs> it might be a Pokemon classic laid out as... Truly two and a vermilion. Two, two rows, three columns. Well, I'm used to being around trash, so I guess I should go in and see if there's something in one of those trash cans in there, maybe. And Mark holds you back. I genuinely might die soon. <laughs> For reals. My arm's falling off, and I no longer have an intestine. So I just want to say, you said earlier, you think I'm the wisest. I think you're maybe one of the smartest. I just think it's a shame that you use those smarts to make people feel bad. If you call people trash, they'll feel like trash. I think to, to Mark, there's a brief moment that looks like Shandy's about to maybe have the biggest cry that anybody's ever had. And then she just regains composure immediately. And she's like, whatever. Whatever people used to call me, I'll call anybody else. So, As we approach the Morgrim? The Morgrim, yeah. Do they respond? Are you crossing the line? Oh, there's a line. There is a red line in front of you. These Morgrim do not seem interested in you at all. I throw a pom-pom into the crowd of Morgrim. They immediately pounce on the pom-pom and rip it to shreds. Slight problem. Does anybody still have maybe another scissor or anything? No. At all? Who's left? Who's left? Faithor had the only steel type. Actually, Faithor had the only Pokemon. And he's gone. Great. So, um, sorry. Well, we need to get to those trash cans. And those Morgrim are in the way. Madison steps up. I can do it. I want to do it. I, I, I want me to look under the trash cans, right? I just need to conquer my fear, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to look in the trash for something, right? Look, looking at Mark for some encouragement. Listen, that's great. We've lost people here, and I, I feel. And Mark, Mark vomits slightly over the line. And notices that the Morgrim aren't that interested in the vomit. I have an idea. If you're not interested in the vomit, we use that to our advantage. I'm listening. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we can disguise ourselves. You want a walking dead? I want a walking dead. Walking I, dead. I, I do. <laughs> I, I think this will be marked as explicit. I don't want Mark to do it. Mark is. I'm worried. Mark looks ill. Mark, not good. No. You know what, Calandy? I'll do it. I've been insulting everybody all this time. It's about time I took some responsibility for this. I picked the room. I should do it. Just Calandy goes. Oh my god! Thank you so much. I did not want to do that. Oh yes, please. Okay, great. Thank you. Go, Calandy. I didn't expect to say this again after our initiation exam, but I'm gonna need you to cover me in Mark's vomit. <laughs> Vomit. <laughs> Very grossed out. I want you to roll. I will let you choose either a tough 
to just try and will yourself to do this, or weird because it's just it's weird. weird. So I'm going to choose. So I'm going to choose weird because I want to give myself a plus one to weird. Oh, oh, give yourself so. a plus oh, one nice. to weird, and I will give you an extra plus one because oh, vomit, <laughs> gross. You can say the two of us are helping. If it's his vomit, and I'm painting it on you. Let's roll away. Oh my god. <laughs> Does anyone oh, have a special move that might want to help? God. Mine is only really when I do something. I do! Oh, oh, what's yours? Matt, talk. You are better than most at cheering from the side, such encourage a friend for their next roll. Roll plus charm. On a 10 plus, the target gains plus two to the next roll. On a 7 to 9, the target gains plus one. On a 6, the target plus pressure gets minus one. It could work. Yeah, it's worth a try. There's nothing, there's there's nothing, nothing to lose and potentially everything to gain. Yeah. So as I'm... I'm going to say as I'm sort of covering you... I'm a more benevolent DM than some people we've had in the past, so I am totally willing to let this happen. Yeah. So as I'm kind of covering you, I'm I'm just complimenting you and being like, you can do this, I believe Aww. in you. It's a nice friendship that Ooh. seems to have randomly have blossomed. You go. see her struggling. Oh, oh. Fandy. <gasps> Baby, Ooh. it's a six and a five plus a one. It's a twelve. Shandy is on the brink of breaking and just running and revealing herself to these Morgrem. Oddly, Shandy, you hear the encouragement of your friend. It feels genuine, and you are genuinely affected by it. Suddenly, you keep your composure and think, "I no, Kalandi's really nice, and actually, I can do this." You go and are able to look under the trash cans, and hey, it's a switch under there. The mini game may have been longer. But for time, you found the switch, and there's no adjoining switch. <laughs> Another clue appears, and it says Passion, the fire burning deep within, the endless will to win, the pain of a heart that's true. That strength of feeling is important too. It was a fake switch. And under the switch was a clue. <laughs> and like that, whew, you are warped back into the main corridor. And the red room is now just a mark, a red mark on the side. But as you look around, as there was a mixed success in Shandy's role, another initiate seems to be missing. Priya is missing. You're now down to eight. Guys, I... I realise that you probably don't want me near you, considering that I'm currently smeared in one of our friend's bodily fluids. You aren't, actually. Amazing. As you come out, the vomit seems to go. Well, guys, I'm sure you want to be near me now that I'm no longer covered in Mark's vomit. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say thank you for everything. And and Kalandi, I, I may have sold a lot of secrets on Gary Smoke, but I never spoiled any of your book plots, even though you told me them that one time we drank a lot of cheap wine after the Pokemon leaks. I do actually really like your books. Oh, thanks, Shandy. I I also like your books. Mark! Well, You I, can read! I like... <laughs> I can? You just said you like the books! Uh, I like the title. Oh, oh. That's still oh, reading, that's no, technically. That's reading. Yeah. yeah. But that's a good sign that you'll be fine if you get into Formula U, which you will, because we're going to do this. We're going to mm. do it real well, except that we may have killed several children in the process. And so. on that wave of positivity, Kalandi, you feel the onus on you, perhaps, to pick the next door. You um, have pink or yellow. It's got, got a snubble. It's, it's got to be pink. pink. As you touch the door, you and your eight remaining initiatives. Initiates are transported to an old log cabin.
There is a bubbling cauldron over a small fireplace in, on the left-hand side. Uh, the old wooden walls are adorned with trophies of various different Pokemon. And by that I mean Pokemon heads. There are empty metal cages hanging above you on the ceiling. And sat at the table in front of you are three crocodilian Pokemon. Three sandiles. The sandile on the left has long blonde hair. The sandile on the right has a messy top ponytail black hair. And the one in the middle has frizzy red hair with red lipstick. You hear this weird singing that doesn't affect you, but you notice that some of the, and by some I mean all of the remaining initiates, are walking slowly towards the sandile. And the song is... Come little cheerers, I'll take thee away Into a land of death And that just repeats in your head over and over again. No, no, three. No, come back. No, two. Oh yeah, this is crazy. What am I, what are we doing? (laughs) Ah! (laughs) They freak out because they are like, something was in my head. The middle sandal, the frizzy red hair said, Hello! I forgot to say there's a swellu in the top corner as well. That may become relevant, it may not, but I just had to add it in. Hello, my name's Winifred. What's yours? Hey, I'm Clandy. I'm Shandy. What's yours? <laughs> my what? Your name! Your name! Uh, it's, uh, it's Mark. Lovely name, lovely name. Look, I went bit around the book. I really like... Your frizzy red hair. Why, thank you. It's been the same style for 400 years. I really like your long blonde hair. Oh, he's cute. I really like <laughs> your messy top knot. Oh, Winnie. Oh, I don't know about him. Oh. Whilst Mark is complimenting them, can I whisper to Shandy? Oh my god, Shandy. They look really familiar. Were, the, were they that... That awful girl group that, like, went off the rails and would just, like, tell people all the secrets that they didn't want to tell anyone and, like, ended up losing everything and then got lost in the woods that one time. Oh, my God. I hated them. You're right. I can totally recognize them. Oh, my God. Should we tell the kids? Maybe some of them will know. I think we should. Okay. You begin whispering to the kids. I assume... I think you're using a move. I am using a move. I'm trying to use, oh, my God, did you hear about Becky? But we're saying, oh, my God, did you hear about Winnie... Yeah, exactly. Sarah and Mary. And you're trying to spread a rumour. Okay, roll 2d6. 2d6 plus sharp. Plus sharp, which you're established. I've got a plus one at. Right. So you are trying to spread a rumour that could destroy their reputations. Yeah. Which may help you in this situation. Exactly. It it will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. With a six and a five again. Not it now. So that is a 12. Oh my word. Kalandi has come into her own. (laughs) You see Winnie about to go launch into a, what she would describe as a mini game that she was about to challenge you to, but you have blown straight past that. She's like, what? Stop it. Stop. Stop. They're whispering. They're whispering about me. What have you heard about me? You haven't heard anything. I am Winifred. This is Sarah. This is Sarah and Mary. We're we're just not with a sandile, sisters. You've not heard about us. Only good things. Only good things. Please. Please don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone about us, please. And they are like bickering amongst themselves. Quick, I'll put a swallow on you. And then a swallow flies onto your head, but doesn't do anything. And then... (laughs) Oh my God. Scary. (laughs) Oh God, it's not working. It's not working. Oh, just take it. Just take this. Take this. Take this and go. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. And this sandile's hands 
gives you the clue for the next. I feel like I'm just like pooped all over your mini games. That's what mini games are for. <laughs> Who actually likes mini games? I mean, that was almost the entirety of my Christmas special. So. <laughs> as much as I love the tobogganing, <laughs> and I actually really like the tobogganing. <laughs> you read this clue. It says. There is safety in your grace, moving with confidence through uneasy space. A step never taken early or late. Knowledge that you control your fate. But the F is a bit weird on it. So F is in brackets. Mm, and then there's an okay. F there. As you see the clue, you are transported back into the main room and there is one door left. Do we keep all our initiative? We kept all our kids? You kept all... Of course! Of course, all of them are there. It was, you didn't even get to take part in the minigame that would have snatched those kids up. <laughs> and no, they were all there. And they all are kind of confident now. They all feel, oh my goodness, we all survived it. We're the strongest. And you sort of put it into that. Like, no, you're just the luckiest. Okay. <laughs> Madison steps up and touches the yellow door. Is the last one left. And you are transported into a completely black room. Your eyes are drawn to something small and illuminated at the very back. Too far to make out anything tangible. The only way would be to get closer and step into the complete blackness. Do you want to walk into the darkness? Does Madison? Madison does. She feels confident. and she takes a step, she's fine. She seems to be able to walk forward quite purposefully. Maybe we should all, like hold hands or hold touch to the shoulders as we walk through it or something. You want to do something together? Let's face it, that's that's when we're happiest, right? Look at us now. We're bickering. We're getting fat. We've lost Mandy. We I, might as well do something together. I thought you all wanted to leave. You didn't want to be cheerleaders anymore. You want to do your things. You want to sell your secrets, make your books, read good. Here's the thing, Mark. My book went pretty well. Like, I could have left. But you stayed. Why? Because I like you guys. It was nice to be part of a group. I never had that when I was young, and then I did. It feels quite nice to be accepted. You know, everybody said that I was nothing when I was younger, and that's why I thought that I had to take people down to be better than me, but maybe there's a reason I stayed um, after I didn't get a job with the Daily Deli Bird or any of the other papers named after that stupid Pokemon. Maybe I stayed because you guys made me feel like I was something. M- Madison, why do you want to be a cheerleader? I wanted to do it because my friends wanted to do it and I saw them on... Uh, t- I'm sorry, on TV. I saw you guys and you guys are amazing. At least I thought you were. I thought maybe I wanted to do that. And now that I've met you, God, sorry, sorry, this is long. Uh, yeah, I can say that that's still why I want to do it because you guys are amazing. And she holds out her hand. Let's join hands and walk forward. I think we're amazing together. Has anyone ever told you you might be the wisest of all of us? No. <laughs> and you take hands. <laughs> I swear to God. 
<laughs> you take each other's hands and you walk through the darkness and are fine. The darkness was just just yeah. trying to creep you out. Uh, so, might there have been a creepy janitor in there at some point? You actually stumble across. You do. You know, you you stumble across. You love the broom. You stumble across a broom and a full impy dimp outfit, but for like a human, it looks like it would fit the janitor. And perhaps in the darkness, the janitor might have jumped out and tried to scare some young initiates. But it's not the case, because the janitor has left. <laughs> the janitor was chased out by a snubble. And you walk forward and you see this faint glow. It's actually the face. The face of a smiling, cheerful Mr. Mime. But like just a floating head of a Mr. Mime. Oh, oh great. A sign lights up next to it and just saying, I'm really happy. <laughs> Try and scare me. And there's just this creepy smile. Can I, can I hold up a mirror? <laughs> Absolutely. Roll <laughs> plus sharp, because that's very clever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, well, it's a six plus one. So that's a seven. The Mr. Mind face turns from this smile, this eerie, staring smile, and it suddenly morphs into a scream. A guttural, blood curdling scream. And then lots of other Mr. Mime floating faces appear, all screaming, <laughs> some of them laughing. And then they reverse, and the ones that were screaming are now laughing, and the ones that were laughing are now screaming, and now it's all screaming and laughing all together. And the kids are crying. Everyone's crying. Madison screams. And you all appear back in the main corridor, but Maddie is holding the final clue. And we might be. I guess we lost kids some, down. We lost some folks. You have lost one kid. One kid. Oh, one kid. Mixed success. Yeah. Don't go crazy. <laughs> but you are down to seven. Poor Theo is missing. <laughs> Theo's a common name. <laughs> and the clue reads thusly. Cheerful. A smile comes from the inside out. Share it with those in fear and doubt. On you they can rely, and on you they can be sure. To cheer is your gift. Who is it for? And you are left with a lift and a combination. And they're numbers. They are numbers, one to ten. Oh, hang on, guys. I see something going on. I with think I may have found something in here too, Calandy. I can read some words. I want <laughs> you to do a roll off of 1d6 each. Highest number gets to reveal the answer before the other. All right. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Well, that. I'm going to lose, so. <laughs> plus, no- plus nothing. Go. Can Mark roll? Mark, you can roll. Yes, please, mm. Mark, roll. All rolling a d6. Oh, oh, oh! It's a six. Oh, <laughs> Mark, reveal the answer to the puzzle. I don't, I don't know the answer. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> look at, look at the last word in each of the, each of the, each of the clues. This is what's happening in my brain. As you hear, Mark, Kalandi and Shandy bickering about who knows the answer more than the other. I I just think that maybe you know the facts, but not the order. Madison Madison looks at you, Mark. Mark's freaking out. Mark is freaking out. I don't... And Madison takes your hand. I can't do it. I can't do it. Madison takes your hand and says, Mark, you can read and imbues with you a confidence as you look again at the clues. Four, two, eight, four. Four, two, eight, four. Four, four, 
4284! And you scream it at the top of your lungs. 4284! And unfortunately, that's not the answer. <laughs> it is the answer. You punch it in, and suddenly the lift door opens. Oh my god, everyone! Mark! Mark, you did it! I read. You, you read. Did. You use you use numbers. Yeah, you'd be a really good accountant. Have you ever considered that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And on that, all set, all seven, seven remaining initiates crowding the lift with you. You expect the lift to go up, but the lift goes up a couple of inches, and it's almost like the tether gets snapped as you hear a scraping sound. Scrape. And you plummet down. Oh my god, 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 oh my You plummet down to the basement level of the tower, very far away from the bell. At the bottom, the door opens. And you are faced with a room, but this room is different from the other rooms. It was an old basement. However, it looks like there are people in here, as it looks more scientific. You see the initiates that are missing floating in cylindrical water Cylinders, I suppose. Glass cylinders. Bubbles. 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 They have gas masks on and they are just floating there. You see Mandy tied to a table, but her face is blank. Her hair is now in a tight ponytail and she now wears glasses and is wearing a trouser suit. Now I'm scared. (laughs) And behind... (laughs) She looks terrible in trousers. (laughs) Behind her, you see another container with liquid and a Pokemon in it. A small, blowfish-like Pokemon. And the churro stand lady, Maggie, Maggie. stood next to him. Ah. That was, wait, that was a lot of... So wait, so there's kids in tubes. Like the end of um, uh, like Hugh Jackman in Prestige. Like, yeah. There are bubbles coming from this. Yeah. So okay. In fact, they are alive. And when you say blank, she has facial features still. Does she look like a ditto? Is is it like... No, no, she is neutral. It's like a neutral, serious I, look. For a minute, I thought you meant as in, like, just yeah, me skin. Like, just uh, skin. That's flesh face. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's no. That's ever. That is too scary for the Halloween <laughs> special. There's a quillfish floating in the tank. And an old lady who you recognise as the woman who is manning the churro stand, who I brilliantly pretended was a made-up character on the spot called Maggie, but is actually the villain-ish. Is it that quillfish? This is it's that quillfish. This is Josh's character. This is frigging... She's the ice cream lady. Yep. She, oh this God. is This is a listener NPC from Josh Anderson of a quillfish who is able to make humans forget who they are in order to take over. Uh, and suddenly, and suddenly, <laughs> you hear this. And you thought it wasn't canon. <laughs> and you, you hear this from the side. <laughs> of course we do. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that would be such a twist. Okay, tell me. <laughs> if the three of us walk out. Tell me, which character do we think we've met before? So okay. this isn't the old lady or the cool fish? No. Is it the accountant? It's no. I th- no. Is Ooh, it what, accountant? It's, it's got to be neck brace. I thought it was neck brace. I was going to say PWC. Wait, let's think... Okay, okay. let's think about the most. Okay. Let's <laughs> break it up. Let's probably break Tell it up. Tell me okay. how you've got the plan. So we've got, we've got Cedric. Could be Cedric. He... 
hates bad things. <laughs> so he's done a bad so thing. He's done, <laughs> yeah. he's done a terrible he's, he's thing. He's like beating himself. But he did talk if about he does the ultimate bad thing, thing, he can enjoy all the good things. But he does hate empty glasses. Ooh, and these are now these full, full glasses. <laughs> okay, so we've got Cedric. We've got Neck Brace Lady, who had her career ruined. Mm. So there's something. Maybe she wants also, to... Also, she, she wants to get us there. She was determined. She, she desperately wants it. Why, why would she want to get rid of us, though? Well, because we lost the champion. We were, we were couldn't disrepute, disrepute to the cheerleading profession. Uh, so maybe she never intended to give us our cheerleading back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what, what a twist whoa, whoa, whoa. Game. This is a frenzy plant, Stu. No one's got licenses. No one's bandying around licenses. <laughs> so we've got her. We'll save you. We've center. got PwC. I stand by it being PwC because Mandy is wearing a trouser suit. Is it? That makes, that's, that's, that's is it it my... could be one of the Helsing, Helsing lot. It could be one of the Helsing. Although they lot. weren't named, so maybe not them. But there was Ivy, but that it's was. It's not the Helsing lot. I'll tell you that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's Sammy. <gasps> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of scraping. Scrapey we've Sammy. Lot, we've had a lot of scraping. Sammy the Scraper. Um, and <gasps> I'll tell you who was scraping. I know. <laughs> the janitor <laughs> was scraping. I feel, I feel like we covered that. <laughs> what did we? <laughs> Go on, is guys. It snubble? Guys, <laughs> Austin. <laughs> <laughs> snub, is snub, it, is snub. it Thompson the Tangler? It's Tom. Oh, it's Where's Tom- Thompson? Well, he's here. He's clapping. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many. I don't know. I'm a thick, thick boy. Okay, guys. No I will say you've narrowed it down to the t- your two main suspects are the two most likely people. It's either. I've got an idea. I've got an idea to work it out. Yeah. I'm going to fiddle with my coin, and if she gets annoyed, it's somersault. And if and if she doesn't, it's anyone else. <laughs> Okay, your, your choices are PwC or Miss Somersault, but I want you to guess, because I'm just intrigued. Just to hear. I'm going to guess PwC. PwC for David. Ali? My instinct says Somersault. Yeah, I'll go Somersault. I don't vote, I flip. <laughs> flip my lucky coin. And the clapping suddenly stops. And you hear... Stop playing with that coin! And Somersault appears from this side. Said Ali, not Kalandi. Kalandi is like, oh my god, what? I knew I wanted to hurt her for a reason. Oh, well, you seem to have saved a lot more of the initiates than I had hoped. Oh well, we'll just have to deal with you our own way. Would you like to know why I did it? (laughs) Yes, please reveal to us all the intricate details of your dastardly plan. Because cheerleading isn't for everyone. I was the best cheerleader there ever was, and then I got burned for trying to take it to the skies even further. And now, with Gary Smoke. Oh, look at the Gary Smoke cheerleaders. Aren't they the best cheerleaders there's ever been? And now everyone wants to be a cheerleader. But here's the truth. Not everyone can be a cheerleader. We are an exclusive, elite group. Some of these kids are too scared. Some of these kids are too large. Some of these kids are too stupid to be cheerleaders. And I can't turn them away because that's not what cheerleading's about. Cheerleading's about cheering and everyone being a team and everyone being happy. But that's not what it's about. It's about only the best being here. And you were the best. But unfortunately, after that sickening display that I saw at the beginning of the day, 
I decided to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I decided that you have been past your best. (laughs) And you lost the champion. So what am I doing? I am going to turn all these would-be cheerleaders into would-be accountants and hand them over to Capricorp, ready to join the ranks of boring, boring number crunching. <laughs> Mark charges. No, Mark, you hear in no. your head before you oh. charge. You hear in your head before you charge. That's him. Please, Mark. Save him. Let's save him. And your eyes feel like they are forced to look at one of the tanks. And you see a black-haired boy in a Camp Chiro uniform Maddie Madison says Sammy and the Gotharita who have been following you the whole time lest we not forget lest we not forget please please use us let us save him <laughs> creepy that's still creepy yeah we, we're, we're charging in Me, charging Gotharita in. I'm gonna charge for somersault going straight for somersault yeah oh. she said the she said the s word and I didn't like that one minute. okay somersault says and I'll, the Gotharita can go for the tank. Gotharita going for the tank. Yes. You'll go for that. So as you charging in for some assault, uh, unleash, unleash it. The spirit, the spirit, unleash the spirit. But from behind one of the tanks, you see a chained, angry looking grim snarl. You feel What's he sound like? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, he sounds like this. Scrape. Scrape. And you see the hairs on Grimmsnarl's fingers wrapping around the room. And you realise that scraping sound and what was able to pluck the cheerleading initiates out of thin air seemingly has been this hair tendrils that are just able to grab and pull. Mark, those things are coming towards you. Are you going to charge straight through? Yeah. Roll plus tough. Kick some frost last. Come on, Mark. Are you a plus in tough? Mm-hmm. It's plus one. Yeah, it's a nine. You plow and you get through the the wall of hair. Can we? Is there a, is there a way of saying that maybe Thompson the Tangler has? I was gonna say if they're like got into the hair. I love of, that. I love that. Actually, mixed in with the hair. With the hair. Suddenly, you see these green vines tear open a small hole mm. in the hair, and there he is, Thompson the Tangler. Bloodied, battered, and bruised. Yes, Tommy. I mean, maybe, maybe that was a trick they did together. Like Tommy, Tommy would cro- would create a wall, but there'd be just a little hole, and Mark's would tumble through. Would tumble through. Well, mm-hmm. and I think actually one of the tangles vine whips, and you feel where you reached before, and there was no vine. Now there is a vine. Pull me and through, it Tommy. Pulls, pull me through. It pulls you through the hole. It catches you though. The spiky. A sharp hair and I'm dead. gets your face, and you take another point of harm. Oh, I'm real close. And guys. you are, but you charge towards somersault, and you. I'm so, going to say you disable her. She takes a hit from a thick man. I, it's full, I charge with the bad shoulder. Oh, and it's gross as well. Yeah. Like her hand goes into your shoulder, and she's like, oh, she is like, it's oh, X card. That's how, that's how you take the harm. That's how you okay. take the other harm. Oh. You take her down. She is now. Oh no! No! Ladies, what are you doing? There's a quillfish and an old woman there. I think I turn to Kalandi and I go, my Pokemon isn't any good against a grim snarl, but a quillfish, that I can do. 
You take on the quillfish, I'll try to save these people. That sounds like something I wouldn't want to do anyway, so great. <laughs> Amazing. Right, Shandy, you're taking on the quillfish. What is yeah. Pokemon? I don't well, have seen it. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the thing. You're taking on the quillfish. Yeah. I obviously know what your Pokemon is because I've seen it many, many times. Obviously, yeah. You hear the quillfish in your head as it realizes your intent. You hear it say, Ah, oh, humans never cease to amaze me. Gwen, sorry. Caitlin, if you want to be the Pokemon champion, kill this cheerleader for me, would you, dear? And the old lady, poor Maggie, who is not called Maggie, but is called Gwen, but doesn't think she's called Gwen. She thinks she's a 13-year-old girl called Caitlin, destined to be the Pokemon champion. And she says, right you are, I'm going to be the Pokemon champion. And she takes out an axe, and she comes straight for you. Do you want to kick some Frostlass? Send out a Pokemon? How do you react? I guess the old one with an axe. I think... She's almost like a Pokemon in this flip-reverse situation where the trainer is perhaps the quillfish. What would her evolution stage be? Two axes. (laughs) Two (laughs) two axes. Shandy sees a woman charging at her with an axe and doesn't want to, for once in her life, actually maim somebody uh, when they're angering her. And so she decides to send out her Pokemon because she knows that this Pokemon can disable this attacker without hurting them. And mm-hmm. so Shandy readies another heel ball. Nice. And goes... You can't catch the old lady. <laughs> Watch me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, grabs the ball and goes, Girafferig, hypnosis! Ooh, nice. Girafferig uses hypnosis. Okay, I want you to roll... Two-faced. Oh! oh! Very good. Roll Girafferig plus... <laughs> Very marketing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What's fun? What are we never going to use normally? Oh. I want you to roll Girafferig's plus special, which is plus two. Oh, come on. For once. For once, be over a five. Oh, oh my oh, God. Mother mucker. It's another three. Plus two, which is a five, which is another fail. <laughs> Lord. Uh, and so... Rolls. Why is this happening? So sorry, Shandy. <laughs> Girafferig thinks it should be going for the quillfish, and it's now like there's this old lady here, and gets a bit sort of paralysed, writes itself, and you think, yes, it's going to use hypnosis, and suddenly you see that quillfish's eyes glow as the Girafferig uses hypnosis on Caitlin, Gwen, Maggie, old lady with axe. The rings, the circles that hypnosis looks like, bounces back off her and hits Girafferig, and Girafferig goes to sleep. And the old lady gets a big cleaving axe on to your throat. Oh my goodness. And you take four harm from me and you are (laughs) injured. It's the Halloween special and I want blood. Who wants a beheading? Your neck's hanging off. Oh no. No, it doesn't go all the way in because you're able to no, block. It just goes halfway in. It's fine. You are able. You are Unfortunately, able to... whilst. You'll never eat it again. Don't worry about Kayla it. Kayla was never told how to swing an axe, so it's the blunt side. Exactly. Exactly. Well, she's just quite old. Yeah. So it just is. It, so it's, it's definitely a wound and a bad wound mm. and it's full harm, but that's bad. Oh, and you yeah. need that scene to. You're not as bad as Mark. Mark's worse. Mark's gonna die. Mark it, a bad cake. (laughs) Kalandi, over to you, saving the children. Kalandi is going to try to... She's going to try to use her smarts. These are potential allies here in the battle. So she wants them to not only be saved, but also wake up and potentially help. 
Is there like a, a computer screen or something? Mm -hmm. in the, uh, so she's going to try to fiddle about with that and see if there's anything she can do to kind of open up. Okay, I want you to like, roll a plus sharp because you look like you're trying to open up some of the cylinders. Yeah, I like to think there's like a control panel. Yes, exactly. I heard the word science at some point. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100% yeah, there's science, a control yeah. panel. So roll plus sharp for me. Oh my god, no, that is a, that is a four. That's a big four. That is a four. Oh, okay. Oh god. <laughs> so there are lots of Come fails. join us in the unstable zone. <laughs> there are lots of fails, and you know what, you might, and I think what you feel is, as you're pushing the buttons, you feel a hard shove from behind. And Mandy is stood behind you as an accountant saying, cheerleaders shouldn't fiddle with things they don't understand. This is for accountants only. And she pushes you robotically into the machine and you get electrocuted for yeah three harms three harms three harms it's down to five uh, yes five harm five harm oh you are all unstable and unfortunately with some of these bad rolls you hear some assault with her last breath before she goes unconscious not dead Mark's not killing her family friendly you hear some assault say Quillfish please please do it do it and Quill you hear Quillfish sort of booming voice in all your head saying fine I'll use my humans elsewhere for now. Enjoy! You see the Grimmsnarl suddenly stand bolt upright and you see there's a small tube connecting him and all the water from the other initiates that are in these cylindrical glass chambers, all that liquid drains and seems to be filling up the Grimmsnarl. And the grim snarl gets bigger and bigger until it smashes through the ceiling, through the main hall, and the tower collapses to one side, and you are out in the open as a gigantamaxed grim snarl stares before you. The giant bell above falls to the ground next to you, Shandy, as the quillfish says, Caitlin, say bye-bye. Bye-bye, I'm going to be the Pokemon champion. And they both vanish as if teleporting away. And you are left with some assault on the ground and a Gigantamaxed crazed Grimmsnarl before you. What do you guys do? Slubble, go! <laughs> Because you lost five initiates, the Grimstar has an added five HP Oof. onto its armour, as it's that's how much it's managed to absorb. So it's a tough boy, but do you want to attack? Do you want to assess? Do you want to see what's going on? What's your plan? Was face pressed against the control panel by Mandy. Kalandi tries to shout out to the others. Remember, we were best when we were together. Mandy, you're one of us. Okay, I want you to roll plus charm because I feel like you're trying to get through to Mandy and you see a twitch in her eye as if now that the quillfish is gone, it feels like perhaps his control over 
her might be weak. It's an eight. It's an eight. Great. You've got to prove it. A secret? A secret that only you and Money know? Oh, that's a good idea. Or maybe something that she knows revealing about you, like a... Your real age. Oh! (laughs) Andy, if you let me go, you can come to my next birthday party. And here's something I've never told anyone. I'll be 40. And you see Mandy almost suddenly break like a knife through butter. Suddenly that just completely severs the link between her and Quillfish. Oh my god, you're going to be 40? You look look amazing though. Like, well, oh, why am I in these clothes? This is horrible. Oh my god, what is going on? That is a giant, oh. Girl, it's cool. I've got a spirit outfit, but we need your help. Well, you've got it. You've got it because otherwise I'm going to (laughs) die. You've got Mandy on side. The Gotharita have... Oh, yeah, released the Gotharita have released Sammy from his. So the water's all drained. The water's the all touch. drained, and so the doors can now be opened. Well, I want to open the doors. Okay, I think you can do that quite freely. The Grimstar is still trying to get its bearings. It's never been Gigantamaxed before, and so it's enjoying the view and sort of, but still crazed. No, scrape, scrape, scrape. You open the doors, and all of the young initiates are released. Cesar is there with his scissor. Theo's there, as is Sammy with the Gotharita. Kids, are you okay? Like, no, no, we're scarred forever, but what do we do? So am I, in various parts of my body. We can see it's gross, I'm but bleeding cool. everywhere. I know, it's awesome. It is, right? Make the blood spurt. Okay. Oh, no, I took another arm. <laughs> no. no, you'll die. Oh, I will, I will. No, I'm very close to a possible death. But uh, there's something bigger than that right now. What is it? A grim snarl. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's totally massive. Oh, my God, I know. Ah, it's so scary and gross. Help. We need to stop it. Otherwise, other people could be in danger. But what can we do? We're just cheerleaders. Oh, we're not even cheerleaders. Yeah, I know. We're not even... I couldn't even pass the stupid initiation. I heard it was going to be easy. <laughs> I, I ate rotten food. Kids, if I can be a cheerleader, anyone can be a cheerleader. And Maddie holds you by the hand and says, We can be cheerleaders. I, I think. I know. I know we can. If we've got each other. Now, this morning, you all saw me uh, get a move bad. But But I think think it's it's time to right that wrong. And as we've all said, it's better if we all work together. Who's in? All of them are in. Let's go. Okay, you've got all these kids in tow. Shandy. So did did Maggie leave the axe? Maggie take the axe? Yeah, no, the uh, the axe is next to you. Okay. Shandy lying on the floor is, is is pretty stunned. I mean, she's just taking an axe to the neck. She's pretty... <laughs> yeah, she's, bad. It's bad. She's, she's in a pretty bad place right here, right now. And I think she sees this scene around her and doesn't know how to help, which is not an unfamiliar feeling to Shandy, who has been very used to being useless and therefore turning destructive in the face of it. And she she sees Giraffe Rig asleep and she's like, the only way I can help is if I is if I can wake my Giraffe Rig up. The only way I can help everybody is to cheer everybody else on. And, nice. and then she sees the fallen bell nearby mm-hmm. and she sees the yes. axe she in her mind resolves to crawl over and ring the bell with the axe ringing a bell is probably doable without a roll so you with all your strength crawl over axe in hand and you summon all your might to try and wake up giraffe rig you bring the axe down with all the force you can muster onto this large bronze bell but it doesn't make any sound you hit the bell, and nothing happens. 
And then suddenly, in front of you, Kalandi, in front of you, Shandy, and in front of you, Mark, and in front of Madison, the spirit of not Mandy, the spirit of Brandy, <laughs> in front of you, Shandy, a red bird appears, spiritually almost, and then takes tangible form in front of you. In front of you, Kalandi, a pink bird with a little skirt, a little feather skirt, appears in front of you. In front of you, Mark, in front of you, Mark, a almost ghostly purple bird appears in front of you. And in front of Madison, a yellow bird with pom-poms appears in front of you. <laughs> My mind, I just went from, ooh, Moltres, to uh, <laughs> These aren't any regular Oricorio. They grow in front of you. Larger and larger and larger until there are now four Oricorio, about half the size of the Grim Snarl, but there are four of them. You hear voices in your head, all four in unison, that say, cheerleaders can do amazing things. Let's show them that. These Oricoria are all stage three. Yeah, they all have Air Cutter, Feather Dance, Revelation, which is a type specific to your type. Is Giraffrig awake? Is Giraffrig... Giraffrig is awake. Giraffrig is awake. Slow-king. Tangler is awake. Snubble is awake. Gotharita's awake. You have a lot of people there. We do, we do. A lot of people. The kids and are you might, kids And you are might be able to avoid a battle if perhaps there's... Anything magical that you could perform? There's one magical thing. One magical thing. If we try to build the ultimate pyramid, I think and then do, do the trick off the top of the pyramid. Yeah, I think the Oricorio maybe distract the Grim Snarl whilst yes, we that's get good. into place. If we, we get all the Oricorios to create an advantage. Yeah. Distract, distract, distract. Yeah. We'll build the pyramid. Yeah, using our Pokemon. Oh, I love game! <laughs> right, the Oricorio are engaged with the Grim Snarl, who is strong, but the Oricorio can hold their own. And you want the Oricorio to distract. The yeah. Grim Snarl. Should we say all of them use feather dance? Just, yes, all of them. Yes. All, all of them. Oh, suddenly feathers. Giant feathers. <laughs> These feathers are unbelievably huge. Fill the air. I want you to all to roll a d6, and we'll take the two highest, and you can plus two, because it's Oricorio, and they are quick. I got a five. I got a five. Three. <laughs> five, five, plus two, seven, seven. Fourteen. It's a 14. huge success. Boom. So you can take, you can deal more harm next time. You can. I think it's put put them where we want them. Put them where you want them. Yeah. Which is which is so that we can form the pyramid behind them. No? We're, we're going to do our trick off the top. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I should That's clarify the, the guys have a move on there called Human Pyramid, which is a move that they can use. It has no real rules other than. It can do something magical, but we don't know what. We'll find out. We'll I, find think, out. I think you're being flipped off to plummet down towards the Grim Snarl. With some kind of weapon. Yeah. Okay. And, and, we're, and we're all piled on top of the kids yeah. and and Thompson and Austin and the giraffe rig. That's what we're going for. Who would like to roll it? I think we'd probably all roll again in the same fashion. The Oricorio have surrounded the Grim Snarl in feathers and it is confused and it slowly staggers back to the perfect spot just at the top of where the tower is sort of sticking upwards. You are now on the yeah. rubble of the fallen tower as the perfect spot to get as much height as possible to throw someone up in the air and try and finish this Grim Snarl. Okay, what have we said since being in the tower? We're better together. 
we, we go together. All three. Nice. Same time. Hands together. For cheerleading? I think my hands are numb, but okay. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine have swollen so much. I lost one. Good luck, guys. I can't really do it because I'm in a really uncomfortable trouser suit, but I'll be part of the pyramid, okay? Is that cool? Sure. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. You see Mandy instructing the kids on how to do the pyramid, like a really quick crash course, and she looks pretty good at it. She looks like the kids are really getting it, and they're like, wow, this is, this is a great lesson. And I want you to roll human pyramid, whoever initiates, whoever wants to roll it. I feel like this was Mark's Mark's idea. Yeah. I did it this first time. I'll do it again. Mark, you've got a plus two. Do you have a plus two? In, do you have a plus in weird? Nope. Nope. Okay, so it's plus two. It's an eight plus two. It's a ten. <sighs> it's a full success. And under Mandy's tutelage and your encouragement, the children form a perfect pyramid. And you suddenly see even the ones that somersault as she, in a sort of haze, looks. She thinks... When did all the professional cheerleaders arrive? And no, she sees the ones that may have been slightly too dumb, the ones that may have been slightly too big, the ones that maybe didn't have it in them to be cheerleaders, forming a perfect human pyramid with almost steps up for you three to drag your bodies up to the very peak where you see Madison at the top, hands ready, willing everything for you to throw you in the air at a grim snarl, which now sounds like a terrible idea. But she believes in you. She believes that you can do it and is ready to believe in this. What weapon are you going to use to try and kill this grim snarl, if any? Unless you want to use your bodies. The weapon of friendship. And my axe. <laughs> and, and so Shelley's bringing an axe, and Clandy and Mark are bringing friendship. I'm, I'm going to throw my diseased body into its mouth. I poison it. You want to snap off a bit of exposed bone? Yes. I take out of my bag the special edition hardback copy of How to Be Popular. First edition... With particularly sharp corners. Excellent. <laughs> and it's a heavy book. It's a heavy book. Maybe maybe it's a, I take off my varsity jacket and it's like a David and Goliath. It's mm. a sling. As you all run up the side of this human pyramid over Giraffery, who gives you a boost, Shandy. Snubble kind of just cheers you on, I suppose, Kalandi. Uh, <laughs> gives you a pat on the back. So <laughs> Come back. Hey, it scared the creepy scared janitor. <laughs> that was a problem that you solved before it even happened. <laughs> and Mark Tangler provides even more steps and is ready to support Madison and to basically give her some more strength to throw you, as this is Tangler's move. It's the biggest me. move. Yeah. The biggest move possible. And I'm going to say it, at that point, you see Tangler glow <gasps> white as suddenly there's not enough strength and Tangler knows... They can't do it. The only Come way to on, Thompson! We gotta do it! And Thompson doesn't Dig become... deep! Thompson stops being Thompson, and he becomes Tom Dad. Tom <laughs> Dad! he becomes a Tangrowth. All of the viney, blue vines are there, ready to launch you into the air. Everyone roll a d6. Oh no. Oh, come on, David. Is this just the, the final move? This is the final move. Is... If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Oh. <laughs> One over here. I'm going to die. <laughs> Three. Three over here, so we're at four. Five. Five. Because everyone had helped, it's a plus one. And if we plus all those D6s together, it's a ten. Just about. And you succeed just. I mean, I was giving you a plus one and three D6, and you just survived. <laughs> Shandy, you need to have a word with yourself after this game. I honestly never Shandy's want to be a guy. in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad roll. 
you each take another point of harm just for the sheer strain you're putting on your bodies here. Mm. As Tangrowth that, and that Maddie, takes, that takes the you two on? of us that, to one. That kills me. That kills you. Yeah. Are you? Are you really? Yeah. I'm on one. Well, what a move to go out on, <laughs> eh, Mark? God. Oh. Wait a <laughs> You are thrown into the air, and Mark, you hear another bone snap, but you've got to get through it. Kalandi, you are just holding on, but you are clutching that book, all the huge volume of it. Shandy, you see your own blood on this axe as you hold it up in the air, as you fly down towards this confused giant Grimmsnarl, and you all converge on one point, right at the top of the Gigantamax Grimmsnarl's head, and you go straight through it. The hair, like a perfect haircut, just splits the Grimmsnarl completely in half, head to toe, and you all hit the ground. covers the ground as the groom snarl is vanquished and the oricorio shrink back to more normal-sized spirit oricorio forms kalandi you pull yourself to your feet shandy you just about stagger to your feet but mark you try your foot won't move hey um mark strong and as you feel the life slowly leave you, Mark. You look back and you have no regrets. You see Madison, who just mouths, thank you, as you slowly close your eyes. The kids are crying, of course. But as you close your eyes, one thing always catches your eyelid just before it closes. And it's the Oricorio that helped you. The purpley Sensu Oricorio. The Sensu Oricorio feels a bond with you because you did the room that its clue was in. (laughs) (laughs) But also, these Oricorio embody the spirit of cheerleading and they believe that that's probably the greatest cheerleading move they've ever seen. And Somersault from the ground agrees. She's just crying on the ground because she she was wrong and she knows it. Sensu Oricorio looks to its three friends and they all give the Sensu Oricorio a nod. Suddenly, life is breathed into you as the Oricorio plunges itself into your chest. <gasps> and for a brief second, Mark has wings instead of arms. And his wounds are all perfectly healed. And he looks like half man, half Pokemon for one second until he's back. And it's Mark. And he's fine. But Mark, you feel that you have poker powers. doubled inside. <laughs> yes, Mark, Mark, you've got poker powers, all right? All right, Mark, you've got poker powers. Mark? Oh. The sun oh. is rising as dawn approaches for the last day of Camp Chiro. Mark, you're back. You're, you're okay. Kalendi. Shandy. It's okay, you died. I'm really... <laughs> I'm here too, it's Mandy. Mandy. Medicine. Please, call, call me Maddie. I don't know, I just feel I like it. I'm sorry. Maddie, stop apologising. 
You don't need to apologize for anything. You're cool. Thanks. The pom-pom Horikoria stands by her side, nudges her, and she sort of weirdly knows what it wants and takes out a Pokeball. And she catches the pom-pom Horikoria. And Kalandi and Shandy, the same sort of thing happens with you. There's an offering there, if you wish to take it. Hell yeah! Pink is totally my colour! On the floor, the heel ball from the purple room just rolls back towards Mandy, <laughs> and they're just like, finally some good goddamn luck. And you both catch your respective Orochorio. I go to Somersault, who's still there. She is still there, she's crying, tears in her eyes. She's looking at the beautiful dawn ahead of her, okay. re-examining her entire life. I hope you learn something tonight. I take the neck brace off Miss Somersault. I put it on Shandy to cover up the horrible neck wounds. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mark. I'm really, really sorry. So my scholarship, Formia U, did you ever intend to honor that? Or did you just see me as a stupid cheerleader? (laughs) Half laughing, half crying at this point. And she says, Mark, I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's no course in reading at Formia U. I wanted you to be a cheerleader because of those bloody thick thighs. But if you really want to go to Formia U, you can pick an actual course. Pokemon breeding, Blitzel Ball, or whatever you want, and I will write it. I pick accountancy. You want to be an accountant? I don't want to be. I want to prove that I can. Fine. And she takes out the Formia U scholarship form that she had in her pocket. <laughs> and where, where, it says, where, 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 where it says subject, she writes in accountancy. And in the person name, she writes Mark. <laughs> just, just Mark. And then, just Mark. <laughs> and then and I put my handprint on it. Yeah, you put your handprint on That looks weirdly like a wing print. Yeah, now. Okay. I go up to Somersault. You know what? Thank you. I just thought of a really good villain for my next book. Oh, I can't... Oh, wait. <laughs> Do you want a final word, Shandy? <laughs> so you seem to be hovering over those black <laughs> with the axe and the, the... The thing, don't kill me with the axe is all I want. You know, when you were revealing your entire evil plan about us... Oh, that was a mistake. Should have killed you then. Well... I just come up behind you rather than reveal myself <laughs> and stabbed you with knives. I don't have a whole deal of great skills, as the last day has evidently proved... But what I do have is the ability to pick up information. So luckily, Gary's Pokedex has a record function. Oh. Mother Maka! I totally recorded it! I recorded the whole conversation! That's why I've decided to kill you! And that plays again. I hope they Let's play read, that part again. I hope they can read through the ambiguous subtext. From the forest. a thousand cheerleaders if it saved this company. From the forest, the rest of the members of cheer camp, everyone comes to see the commotion that the tower, Ocho Gym, is now gone. Giant feathers and hair are everywhere. It's like Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> From the side, you see a janitor in a sports car. Saying, I didn't need this job anyway. <laughs> Does anyone have my impidim suit? The Helsing cheerleaders look at the scene and they're just disgusted, but they don't know why. You. Yeah? You're the you're the, the horrible, nasty one from earlier. Did you find anything? Because we're going. Shandy looks at them and then looks at Mark and then looks at them and goes, 
Muck off. Oh my god, that was so rude. I loved it. And then just throws the axe at them. <laughs> and they just run. The dawn rises, you head back to Camp Chiro. You've inspired a generation of future cheerleaders who are all ready to become the cheerleaders of Heron, Bash, Hedrold, Barnaby Tim, Squash Mallet. Whenever the time is ready, this experience has bonded them. And I feel like they've really understood today the meaning of cheerleading. But you all may have as well. Well, thank God, because... None of us can walk anymore. That's true. <laughs> We've discovered our love for cheerleading and our inability to physically ever do it again. <laughs> Mandy decide, takes over and takes everyone back to camp and kind of finds her calling, not as a cheerleader now, but as a coach. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, yeah. which opens up a spot on Gary Smoke's cheerleading team and a young Maddie comes up to you three. Hey, I, I was wondering if... Um, I'm not going to apologise about it. I'm just going to say it. I want to be on your cheerleading squad. I think I'm good enough. You know what? I'm not asking. I'm on it. Celebrate it. Yay! Yay! Works Yay! for me! I didn't say no. And there we go. As the sun rises on November 1st, oh. after one spooky night... The shadow of a quillfish just floats over the forest into oh, the distance. Yeah, you think it's a sun rising, but it's a shady quillfish. <laughs> it's a Gigantamax quillfish. <laughs> Round two. And everybody dies. We all grab our churros and go... <laughs> Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. Halloween listeners we got there what an epic as David mentioned attack on titan style ending to what was a lot of fun to do and I've got to say it well done to Stuart Clark for GMing all the sessions previously because it's hard that's what I discovered GMing's a lot a lot harder than I give Stu credit for um so well done well done to you sir and well done to you for listening. Hope you weren't too scared, too spooked out. Try to keep it as light as possible. And, you know, I'm glad there was no death, which is, you know, a big positive in my book. Just a reminder that the next episode of Critical Ditto will come out a week on Monday, so the 9th of November, uh, along with the launch of our Patreon. So check it out. Please do check it out on November the 9th. That's a Monday. A poker Monday. A few thank yous. I would like to thank Michael Sands, the creator of Monster of the Week, uh, which is the game that Pocket Monster of the Week, the game we are playing, is based on. So thank you to Michael. I'd also like to thank Glitch X City and Braxton Burks and the Materia Collective for the amazing music we've used in this episode. Honestly, spooky, spooky stuff. And actually is the only, probably the most Halloween-y part of this episode is the music. I'd also like to thank Satoshi Tajiri and Junichi Masada for creating Pokemon. It's brilliant. That's good job. Good job on that. Uh, I'd like to remind people that we are a not-for-profit fan-made podcast and we have no association with Game Freak or the Pokemon Company whatsoever. We'd, we'd have an association if they if they wanted. I'd, I'd, review, I'd review some Pokemon. Give me a Pokemon right now. Furret? 
Yes, like a little ferret. Very clever. Very clever. Yeah, cute tail. Well done. I could do that for all 3,000 Pokemon. I would also like to thank Joshua Anderson and Crandon Creations for their listener NPCs that I used in this episode. So Crandon Creations submitted Cedric, the partner of General Phillips, who runs the Wonderguard Sanctuary, who we decided in this episode only likes good things and nice things, which is wonderful, Cedric. So Crandon, I hope it was nice to hope it was nice to hear Cedric in the episode. And thank you to Joshua Anderson for Caitlin and the Quillfish. That's right. Caitlin slash Gwen, who knows? It was the uh, the old lady who thinks she's a 13-year-old who wants to be the Pokemon champion, but is in league with a quillfish who is controlling her like a puppet. Uh, very dark, but thank you, Josh, for that character. A great villain for the Halloween episode. And still on the loose! Thank you both. I'd also like to thank you all for listening and tuning in. This special was a lot of fun to do, and I hope you really enjoyed it. And I, I'm just pleased we know so much more about Gary Smoke's cheerleaders that we can ignore when we meet them again in the main story. Uh, and finally, I'd like to thank David, Ali, and Stu for being my cheer squad, the team who give great map talk, constantly hit zero, and I'm going to say it, are a bunch of, bunch of brilliant flyers and bases. So finally, go beat them all. And by all... I mean your nightmares. Listen back to episode one. It's just you two have you two done great. Me and David, we podcasted next door. Well, <laughs> well we haven't live recorded like this in a while, so we might be back in that cupboard come edit time. Who knows? Woo!